People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free rolled food. It's protein-packed with less risk of food sensitivity. Blog Talk Radio. Nobody without telling me Sunglasses and Advil Last night was mad real Sun coming up 5am I wonder if they got cash still Think about the girl in all leopard Who was rubbing the wood like Chicky Shepherd Tattoos, one red, no apologies The other said love is cursed by monogamy That's something that the pastor don't preach That's something that a teacher can't teach When we die, the money we can't keep Probably spend it all because the pain ain't cheap. Preach. Human beings in a mind. What's a mind to a king? What's a king to a guy? What's a guy to a non believer? Who don't believe in anything? We make it out alive. All right, all right.
host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain, what the fuck is Boy Crazy Radio? What is what do we really need yet another podcast masquerading as a radio show in the deep vortexes of the interweb? Probably not, but I think we do. Let me explain. Boy Crazy Radio is, in a nutshell, a call-in advice show. All right? I'm here to help. That's it, plain and simple. It is for anyone and everyone out there. All right? Yes. Yes, you crazy naysayer. Even you. No, not you. No. Yes, you. You! Oh, my God. Okay, if any of the following things sound familiar and you feel like you fit into uh, one of these, you know, under one of these categories, then boy, and even if you don't, boy crazy radio should be considered your new home away from home. All right? You found your spot. You wanted to click. You've got it now. Just enjoy it. Walk through it. Sit down. Get cozy. Take your backpack off. Everything's going to be all right. Are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit-talker, a total fucking high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and passes for bad bands from Hot Topics way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge-eating and pick-pick-picking at your face? Well, cut it the fuck out. If you do that, your face is going to be all fucking pockmarked or it's going to get all weirdly encrusted over. I don't care if you have bangs. Even if you have bangs, it doesn't mean you can fucking pick at all the weird shit underneath your bangs, all right? If anybody ever decides to kiss you and sweep your bangs away, they're going to see your secret life that you have under there, and it's fucking disgusting. Don't be that person. Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Me too. Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Ugh. Tell me about it. Are your friends total assholes who talk behind your back and then smile to your face? Oh, my God. Isn't that the worst? Is the guy or girl you like not responding to your, your text message, your Facebook post, your retweet, or your Instagram likes? Oh, no. Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit. That's the worst. I can't believe it. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me, Alexi Celine Wasser, be the shoulder that you cry on. Don't you get it? Don't you fucking get it? You guys, all I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew that you needed. And maybe, just maybe if I'm lucky, you'll even let me be maybe... Your fr- like the cool older sister, like your friend's cool older sister that you jerk off to or fantasize about or whatever. Is that okay? I think it's cool. Uh, it should be okay. Anyway, so call in. Pick up your smartphone. Uh, you can also call in using Gmail or Skype. I don't know where you're calling from. I don't know what you're doing. Just do it. Don't be bashful. I need to know you're out there. If you're not out there, what am I doing? This is like a fucking, this is like the the sequel to Pump Up the Volume. But nobody's listening or watching because it's not going to be as good as the original. So just help me out and don't let me be that. Uh, Here's the number. Area code 646-378-0649. Once again, that is 646-378-0649. You should totally save that in your smartphone or whatever. Uh, That way you can just call me whenever. Um... Yes, I put it all out there. Oh, also, if you can't call in or you're too scared to call in, which is crazy because you totally shouldn't be too scared to call in because uh, this is like a safe haven and a safe zone for you and me and, uh, you know, to provide you with everything you need, you can live tweet me. Uh, let me give you the number for that. The Okay, that's not a number. Let me give you my Twitter info. Live tweet me at I'm Boy Crazy. the letter I, the letter M, B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y. Not I am boy crazy. I'm boy crazy with no apostrophe. Anyway, oh, you guys, what have you been up to all week? Tell me about it. Um, I'll tell you what I've been up to. All right. I didn't realize Mercury was in retrograde or whatever. I mean, I do read astrologyzone.com, which is Susan Miller's website where she gives amazing uh, astrology forecast and whatever and whatnot. Uh, I do read that. Sometimes it's too much, too many words, and I can't handle it. And I don't read it in depth. And I or I read it and I kind of 
ignore it or throw it all away because I I think, oh, I don't want I don't want to like have this forecast dictate my life. But the last two weeks, and one of the people who listens to my show, the one person who listens to my show, his name is Jerome. Yes. I think he's white, too. That's great. Oh, my God. I'm getting off to a horrible start. I'm already, uh, you know, being racist. I'm not racist. I was just saying his name is Jerome, but he's like some white dude who lives in New York who likes my podcast, and uh, he sends me presents, which are completely unnecessary. But thank you again, Jerome, for all your presents. Um, but he wrote me, and he was like, I think you're, you sound like you're in a, in a bad mood the last few weeks, and I just want to know you're okay. Jerome, I'm totally okay. Let me get back to my story. Um, I'm basically wrestling with myself to finish the story. Okay. So I was having a rough few weeks. Thanks for noticing, Jerome. Thanks for being concerned. And there's a lot of stuff. There was a lot of stuff going on in my life, whether it was because my dad kind of came back into my life and I hadn't talked to him in two years or, you know, nearly two years. Um, I have this work situation that's happening where I'm, like, writing something with kind of a group of people and uh, and they're involved and I just kind of didn't know how to do this delicate dance of like not alienating people and kind of being respectful, but also holding true to myself. Like this whole thing that I'll get, get into later um, on another day, but I was just having a really hard time with all this stuff that I kind of had to walk through and kind of, I I didn't want to give up. I don't want to like quit. Um, But I thought, God, I want to jump this hurdle because this will be a very important life lesson for me, how to operate and collaborate with people and not just be a little fucking bitch and be like, God, I can't do this. It's too hard. Fuck you guys. You do it yourself. Like, I thought, I, thought, I don't want to do that. I've been given an amazing opportunity to do something. And I wanted to walk through it gracefully. But it was very difficult. And I, I wasn't suicidal, but I was like, ugh. I'd come home from these, like, writing sessions, and I'd, like, sit in my apartment. And I, like, wouldn't even try. I'd, one time, this happened one time, I came into my apartment, I didn't really turn the lights on, and I, like, sat in, in a, you know, on my couch, on one end of the couch, and I was just kind of, like, in a ball. And I don't have a boyfriend, and it's fine. I'm not, uh, well, whatever. It was a bit lonely. But I don't have a boyfriend. I have a ton of friends, but I just didn't want to talk to anybody because I was just, like, alone in my head going through what I was going through, and nobody could really help me but me. So anyway, uh, and I was kind of dating someone, and I'll get into that, who I was in the midst of this, like, casual dating situation for the last, like, over a month. And that was confusing to me because the guy, as lovely and nice and kind as he is or was and is, he doesn't – I mean, I didn't want him to be my boyfriend, but he was nice. He didn't want me to be his girlfriend because, I mean, neither one of us were crazy about each other and and – you know, he said, like, it was a timing thing. He's not open to having a relationship. But I think the whole timing excuse, I get that, and I've felt that too. But I also, I'm more of a romantic, I think, where I feel like, hmm, if I was crazy about someone, I would, and, and they were undeniable and I had to be with them, I would figure it out. That's when you know you're, like, super crazy about someone because you just go, fuck, I'm going to do all my work. And then I'm going to go crawl into bed with this person or I'm going to have dinner with them. I'm just going to figure it out. We're going to talk on the phone. Like, you figure it out. Sometimes I do believe that maybe if timing issues are weird, you're kind of closed off emotionally because you're putting all your attention on work. And I definitely can see that maybe I'm like that um, sometimes. Mm, But. The whole timing thing, I just, I don't know. I've got, I've, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm arguing it because I just don't buy it. Because, I mean, I don't know. I'm a romantic. Anyway, I already said all that. So we've been casually dating because neither one of us, I mean, let's face it, we're crazy about each other. And that's fine. But we both really liked each other. Um, but it, like, put me in this weird gray zone. It was really weird. Plus, as I said before on this podcast, I never really got into it. And I don't mean to be disrespectful in case the guy is listening. And I don't want any guy that, who, who dates me or ever dates me thinks I'm going to talk about everything in, in my relationship with them because I'm not. But I'm not seeing this guy anymore. But uh, it was just off. I think the chemistry was a bit off. I felt like we kissed differently. And uh, that made me feel very clunky. He thought everything was fine. That's lovely. I don't believe it. Maybe he did. Guys, please call in and let me know if you have ever kissed a girl or 
But anybody call in if you've ever been in a situation where you didn't like what was going on or you felt like something was off kiss-wise or sexually or whatever, um, but then the other person didn't think it was off. Or vice versa. Anybody's ever been in a, in a chemistry imbalance situation where they didn't agree with how the other person felt chemistry-wise, let me know. Um, anyway, so the fact that, like, I felt like we had different styles of kissing, even though, like, the sex was epic, that was, you know, I don't know. Okay, that was all fucking great. It was great. But the kissing, I love kissing. I had no idea. I mean, I, yeah, I did. Who am I kidding? I fucking love kissing. And, and if that isn't great, and that isn't, like, amazing, and you don't crave that, it's kind of hard to get excited to see some to ex- get excited to see somebody because in the, all, the first thing I want to do is like go oh my god how are you I missed you and give the person a big hug and then like make out and then just like you know make out kiss and then plop down on the bed or on a couch and just like lay there for a little bit and then you know gaze into the other person's eyes and then continue to kiss and then go so what do you want to do do you want to get something to eat yeah sure what were you thinking uh, I don't know uh, sushi okay anyway. So that was not happening in this thing, which made me get feel very like, ugh. But I like kept trying to make it work. And I kept trying to make it work because this guy is super kind, very nice, really funny, really smart, handsome. Like everything, everything was great, but just something was off. His emotional unavailability, that's a big part of it. And the kiss. I'm sorry. I said it. I'll say it again. I said it to him. I mean – Nobody's listening to this podcast anyway, so it's fine. I'm safe. I'm safe here in this cubbyhole, essentially talking to myself, and that's fine. Um, that just bummed me out. But I kept trying to make it work because all of my girlfriends were like, hey, you know, like, I was in a situation like that, and maybe the kissing can get better, and blah, 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 blah. And, I, and you know, he's great, and, and who cares about kissing, and blah, blah, all this shit. So I went, oh, maybe you're right. So every week, like a week would go by, and, like, I don't know. I just kept talking myself into something that just, like, wasn't right. But I gave it a go. And all my friends also said, you you always throw things away so easily, Alexi. Stop running away. You can't throw people away so easily. And I'm thinking, okay, but you're not kissing this person, and you're not the one fucking this person, and, uh, like, you're not feeling what I'm feeling, but maybe what I'm feeling isn't so important anyway, and what you're saying is more right. So... But I, I just should have followed my intuition. But, I, you know, all, all it was was like a month and a half. And, you know, until the guy listens to this podcast and I, he was kind and in my life and uh, and wanted to remain friends. So that's great. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and I talked about it with my therapist. My therapist said, listen, you gave it a go. Sounds like it's a chemistry issue. That's totally fine. Uh, if this were the olden days and there were mail-order brides, and, you know, your dad sold you to somebody or something for, like, you know, tuppins and a loaf of bread or whatever, and you had to make it work, that would be one thing. Then you'd fucking figure it out. You'd endure it. The kiss wasn't even bad. It just, I just felt like, just, whatever. Anyway, you'd make it work. But these are not the olden days. It's not the old-timey days, guys. It is 2013. In fact, it's March 20th. Where the fuck did the time go? When did it not be Christmas anymore? When did Christmas end? I can't believe this. So much has happened. March 20th? How did we get here? How are we feeling about it? Any thoughts, guys? Anyway, uh, let me see if anybody's live tweeting. Also, I want to talk about the fact that there is a male birth control pill, which is exciting to me. I'm not on the pill, but I have protected sex. That's a lie. Sometimes I do. Most of the time I do. I'm just kidding. I totally do. But I'm not on the pill, and I want to know, guys, would you ever consider taking the the male uh, birth control pill? I think it's kind of a dick move if you don't. If I were a guy, though, I would be a little bit scared because it's a new thing. Um, anyway, male birth control pill, what else is happening? Oh, all right. Oh, my goodness. Um, that's what I want to know about. I want you to live tweet me at I'm Boy Crazy with your question or your thoughts or any kind of comments. Um, and... Oh, I might play a song because I think I'm having an issue with Blog Talk Radio yet again. Last week I was getting a lot of prank phone calls, and that made me a little bit guarded and a little bit bizarre. Tonight I've decided if I get any prank phone calls, I'm okay with it because after or during each prank phone call, I'm going to 
sing some kind of 80s theme song or something to, to a TV show or like some like mid 90s uh, soul asylum song like Runaway Train or something. So I'm excited about that. So if you call in and you're going to pray and call me, it gives me an opportunity to sing. Uh, yeah, but not in a real way. It'll be more like I'm a little girl trapped in a well, like singing, singing to myself, like pre prepubescent style, like high voice falsetto vibe where I'm like singing to myself because I have to pretend I have a make-believe friend at the bottom of the well with me and, and I'm like singing so I don't go crazy because I've been in the well for so many days. All right, that aside, this is neither here nor there. The other day, feeling weird. Oh, let me get back to my original. Here is my original point of the Susan Miller thing. Apparently, oh my God, it only took me a half hour to get here. Apparently, Mercury was in retrograde, and now it's out of retrograde as of like two days ago or today or something. And the funny thing is, I feel a million times better. Everything is, I mean, not everything is great. My skin could be a little bit better, but it's pretty great. Um, I mean, just don't look underneath my bangs. But I feel great. I went on a long walk today. Exercise always helps. Uh, I'm just in a better mood. The weather also helps because in Los Angeles today it was very nice. So I, I was able to go on a walk. I wore shorts even. I didn't give a fuck. Um, but the other night I was like just getting out. Of, like It was like the tail end of my bizarro mood swing for whatever reason. And I took myself out to my favorite Japanese restaurant by myself. I went there and I, as I walked in, I saw this guy. And he looked kind of like... He was, he looked like a, like an older, whoa, I just hit something with my knee. Don't worry about it. Relax, everybody. God, this is a podcast. It's just a podcast. Anyway, I walk into my, this sushi restaurant place. I'm walking in and, uh, Jesus. Oh, so I see this kind of like aged rocker type guy. Not like, well, he's just like a little bit older. He looks very handsome. He's handsome. He's stylish. He's wearing dark denim. He's just how I like him. Anyway, kind of. But so I walk past him. He's on a cell phone and. And then I get seated at the sushi bar by myself. And it's kind of a wonderful thing because I did live in New York. I did live in New York at one point in my life. Um, and the nice thing about that was, you know, I lived by myself. I am an only child. If I didn't, and I, at, when I first moved there, I didn't really know anybody. So if you feel, if I felt lonely, I would just leave my apartment and just start walking down the street. And then all of a sudden you're surrounded by people. You're still alone. You're alone in a crowd, but you're like feeling everybody's energy and you're people watching. So the nice thing about L.A., and I was actually born and raised here, but uh, whatever that means. Um, so in my bizarro mood, it was nice to just go out by myself and be sat at a, at a sushi bar because then I'm, like, super close to strangers. So I feel like I'm kind of with people and I've got friends with me and I'm exchanging energy and my elbow, you know, can brush up against somebody, other, somebody else's elbow. But I went there all, all by myself. Anyway. There's an open seat next to me at the sushi bar. And who gets seated next to me? The handsome, slightly older, rocker, floppy-haired guy in the dark denim who had been on his cell phone outside as I walked in. OMG, this was my lucky night. I couldn't believe it. Um, until I thought that he had a wedding ring on, and that was a fucking bummer. Um, but that's fine. So I talked to this couple next to me to the left. Uh, they were from Australia an older lady. She may have been in her 60s or 50s. She looked beautiful. She really held it together. Mental note, don't let your fucking uh, ability to apply eyeliner or lipstick or brush your hair fall to the wayside when you turn 40, 50, 60, 70, or 80. Anyway, talking to her. Uh, But then the fucking married guy, I know he was vibing me too. You can feel it. I was very nervous to eat my sushi next to him. I think my hand was quivering. He called me on it later. I mean, to my face at the restaurant. He didn't call me later on the phone because I didn't give him my number. But we just talked all night, and um, it was almost like I was on a date with this guy, except for the fact that he was married, and I don't date married men. But he was with his two friends, and it was nice to just be there for a second. And for a second, it was beautiful because I felt like the guy that I was very attracted to was hitting on me, and, like, he was attracted to me, and I think he was, but it was also kind of a bummer and a punch in the stomach that he was married because uh, that makes me lose a little bit of faith in marriage, uh, and makes me not be able to be really be attracted to him if he's the type of guy to flirt with a girl when he's married. But he didn't even do anything wrong. He was just talking to me. That's allowed. So relax. Anyway, so that happened. Left there. Went to go meet up with my friend Liz. We went to Bar Stella. 
Uh, I drove, of course, here's what I did. I don't know why I'm telling you all these unnecessary details, but I just feel the need to, and I just want to, so just fucking bear with me. I'm going through my week. I'm, I'm getting over this Mercury retrograde bullshit. Um, I'm, I'm taking you on, on, the, on a trip with me down memory lane uh, as far back as Saturday night, and now you can feel what it's like. Uh, this is how I feel being a single girl. This is what it's like to be a single girl in Los Angeles. Um, anyway, I went, I drove home from the sushi place, had a great non-date with this married dude that I would never make out with or sleep with because he's fucking married. Don't get the wrong idea here. I believe as they say, uh, what is it? Don't get it twisted. I don't know. Anyway, I drove home, parked my Prius, uh, and then I called an Uber car. This is a very LA night I'm having. I called an Uber. If you don't know what an Uber is, it's like a taxi, except it's not a taxi. It is like a town car. And all the drivers are somewhat good-looking. They wear a suit. They pick you up in either a Suburban or, like, a Lincoln town car, so you feel fancy. But it's less expensive than calling a limo or an actual town car. It's more expensive than calling a taxi, less expensive than a limo. So it's, like, somewhere in between. You feel very fancy. The drivers are completely inept. Like, they don't know how to get anywhere. They, They not only ask you how to get to the place, they don't ask you which route you prefer to take because that would mean that they know what route. They would, it would mean that they have options and they know what they're talking about. They just ask you, like, they, they have no idea how to get anywhere. And yet they have a device in their car uh, called navigation. They have a navigation system to uh, get you to anywhere you need to be. So it's just it does my head in every time. But I don't want to drink and drive, so I didn't drink at the sushi place. Drive my car home, park it called an Uber, got into the Uber car, had it take me to this place called Bar Stella in Los Angeles. It's a very cute bar that I like because I feel like the people watching is good. And even though I was going out on a Saturday night, which is essentially amateur hour, it's amateur night because it's Saturday night. It's when everybody else goes out. Hey, I'm one of the amateurs too, I suppose. It's fine. I took an Uber car there, met my friend Liz, had my friend Ezra meet me. And Ezra, this is where my night became magic. Ezra is a guy that I have known for many years. Um, I've known him since I was like a teenager. And he is, well, now he's, now he, I mean, am I allowed to say this? I'm going to because he's going to be a guest like in the next few weeks. He is very tall, so, so handsome, so stylish, and he's super gay, and his voice is so L.A. affected. It's amazing. I love it. It's like a treasure. I'm not talking shit, but he, he talks like this, like, I mean, Maybe that's not so far off from the way I sound. God, who the fuck do I think I think I am? Anyway, I made him come out to meet me because I haven't gone out in a while and I wanted to hang out with all the people that text me to hang out, but I always say no, all two of them. So I I, uh, met up with Liz, I met up with Ezra, uh, and there were some cute boys at this bar, one of which was wearing a hat, not an embarrassing hat, a fashion hipster hat, and he looked beautiful. And he looked like a mix between Michael Pitt and somebody else really good looking. I can't think of who right now, but I'll figure it out. And uh, I started talking to this dude. No, I went to the ladies' room just to powder my nose. And, like, there's, like, a little area outside of the bathroom area where you can powder your nose and look at yourself in the mirror and wash your hands and stuff. And this beautiful dude in the hat followed me back there. And I thought, oh, God, it's my lucky night because I've been having some bad luck. A, with the bad kissing that I did not love with the dude that I had been dating. And then I also had another fucked up makeout situation that I'll tell you about in a second. Um, but what is going on here? What's happening with Blog Talk Radio? I'm still chatting. Okay, so he followed me back to the area where I was powdering my nose, and we started chatting, and we were flirting, and he got my number, and I was just standing there. And I don't know what happened to me. I don't know what happened to Boy Crazy Alexi, but I know I could have made out with him in that moment. We could have just gone into a toilet stall or into the bathroom, whatever, and just made out. But I couldn't do it. I didn't do it. Instead, I gave him my number, and I walked away, and I said, i got to get back to my friends. I don't know why I did that. Does this mean I'm maturing? What the hell is going on here? Was I not? Like, I just felt like I don't want that to be my look. Like, I've had sex in closets before at parties. I'm not proud of that. So I don't know if I'm proud of this either. Somewhere in between. Maybe a happy medium, but whatever. For whatever reason, I chose my friend over a hot makeout with a cute hipster dude. I think that's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm talking myself through it right now. 
Walked away from the dude, went back to my friends. Liz went off on her way. The other dudes I was, I was talking to, they went off and whatever. And I went off with Ezra. Ezra, my beautiful, tall, strapping, sexy, so smart, gay friend. I mean, I'm just saying he's gay because it helps the story, because this is where we go next. We left the shitty bar we're at. No, we left Stella. We went to 4100 Club or whatever that is, some some low-rent place I didn't really want to go to. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mean to call it low-rent, but we went to this other bar and uh, walked around, got the hell out of there. And then we went to a, a gay leather bar, which was great. Um, I suggest all heterosexual women do this. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm all talked out. I'm going to put this on pause for two seconds. I'm going to play a song. I'm going to go to my Twitter account. I'm going to check with Blog Talk Radio, and I'll be right with you. Oh my goodness, that's my crush of the day, Ariel Pink. Um, oh God, remember when he used to co-host? Me too. He is headlining this thing called Burgerama. I think it's—I don't know if it's this Friday or if it's on Saturday. I'm glad I can help. All I know is there's a thing called Burgerama. Burgerama? It's a festival. Uh, King Tass is playing. Ariel Pink. Other cool people. Check it out. I'm gonna go see. Christopher Owens this Friday at the Wilshire Ebel Ebel Theater. I'm excited about that. I'm taking myself on a date to go see that. I'm trying to do romantic things with myself. Um, yeah, and that stuff too. Lots of lots of fun stuff. Um, anyway, 
I believe there's technical difficulty yet again with Blog Talk Radio. So if you're trying to call in and having an issue, please tweet me at I'm Boy Crazy. This has been going on for the last, this is like the second week that's been happening, which is a little bit frustrating, but that's totally fine because as you can see, I don't shut the fuck up. I, have, I think I have a lot to say. Do I? Maybe not. Am I going to pretend I do? Yes. Totally. Um, all right. So the point is, I'm with my, I'm going to, you know, continue. I'm going to launch back into my diatribe and occasionally check Twitter to see if anybody's saying anything at I'm boy crazy. Anyway, so my thing with this guy Ezra is, I mean, I have gay friends. That's not a big deal. I don't give a fuck. That's great. I mean, I prefer gay men. But Ezra is a whole different story. We're dealing with a whole other beast here. This guy is like, oh, God. I mean, he's so smart. He's so... I'm not saying gay men aren't smart. I'm just saying. Ezra specific. He's just hilarious. His voice is so affected and ridiculous, and, like, he puts it on. He lays it on. Oh, God, I don't use phrases like lays it on thick, but I just did, so there's no going back now. Uh, He was using phrases like major and mage potential, like, just like, oh, I told him what kind of perfume I like, and and he told me that that was a very pedestrian choice, which I liked because I think he was right. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the fragrance was, but whatever. Anyway, he referred to a suit that he bought uh, as being so soft, it's like a it's like a baby's vagina. What else did he say? Uh, he said literally a lot. He, oh goodness, um, I don't know. He referred to things as being beyond, like beyond, or and I don't know. It was just, he had to be there, and then he took me to this leather bar, and it was just so awesome. And there, you know, and if I were a, a, a gay guy who was into bears. I would have been in heaven. Like, the men here, so I texted all my other gay boyfriends and told them about this bar we went to, which was amazing. Apparently, it's open seven days a week. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. Glad to be of service. Anyway, uh, so that was very exciting because he was, like, so attentive, too. Like, he held my hand, and I had my arms linked in his arm, my arm linked in his arm. And uh, afterwards, we went to this place that I'd never been to, even though I was born and raised here, that apparently is uh, has just been – in Los Angeles forever, and it's called the Pacific Dining Car, and it's, like, really fancy, like, food, like steaks and, like, wedge salads and fucking, it's just, like, it's intense. It's, like, fancy, old-timey, like, proper, like, oh, this is, like, glamorous food. Like, you're supposed to have, whatever. We went there together. He ordered for us. He knew everything he wanted and how he wanted it, how he wanted the steak cooked. Everything was just perfect. He asked, you know, every time, if something wasn't right, he would talk to the waiter and just get it how he wanted it with none of this kind of weird, like, white guilt or, like, you know, just guilt. Kind of, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Is it okay? This thing is all messed up. Can, can we get it like this? He was just very, like, matter of fact. Like, he was more, like, like the man I want to marry than maybe any guy I've ever dated. It was just, I, I just felt so taken care of. I couldn't believe it. Um, so that was very exciting. So sometimes when you don't, maybe this is the lesson learned, maybe, sometimes, even though you don't make out with a cute hipster guy in the dumb hat in the bathroom, it's okay because you're on your way towards a bigger adventure. And that adventure is going to uh, a gay leather bar and then to the Pacific dining car. I mean, sure, I could have done both, but I didn't, and I'm fine with that. Um, Oh, my God. Listen, guys, hosting a podcast is... Not as easy as it sounds. Um, all right. I've told you too much about my life. I played an Ariel Pink song. I've told you about my gay boyfriend experiences. But, oh, did I tell you that I'm starting a band that may never be realized, but that's fine. With a 15-year-old, I'm excited about it. Her name is Lucia. We've yet to pick a name for our band. Uh, but I just feel like uh, I'm excited about it. And... The other day we met for a few hours and we discussed what our band would be like if we had a band. And I just think that I, I noticed that I have, uh, that there's something about teenage teenagers, be it like a boy or a girl, gay or straight or whatever. I feel like teenagers really get me. I don't know if that's a problem. I should be worried about that because I'm like a full-grown woman or whatever. <laughs> gross. Ugh, gross. Full-grown woman? I'm going to go kill myself. Uh, anyway, that was in jest. Suicide is not the answer. Don't do it. Okay. Anyway, I've had so much coffee, by the way. But at least I sound, I feel like, less 
miserable than people thought I was last week, which is great. Um, I feel like there's something about teenage girls and guys who get me. They get me. But then there's another thing that I've noticed is that, uh, like, speed addicts like me also. I don't do speed or cocaine. Like, all I do is smoke. I know I don't smoke pot either. I uh, I drink alcohol occasionally, but I don't like being hungover. Um, and I don't like blacking out. Uh, and so I drink. That's all I do. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't smoke pot. I let people blow pot smoke in my face sometimes because I think it's funny. And I believe in contact highs. And I think, like, that's as high as I want to get is, like, a contact high. But I'm totally like a nerd when it comes to all that. But uh, but I don't do speed or coke or whatever. I used to do, um, I did drugs when I was like maybe 15. But that was like not that's not my life, and I don't. I, I don't. Know, I want to. I want to. Uh, I moisturize, and I want my face to look beautiful for a long time. I mean, if it ever even has. Uh, and I want to uh, age nicely. And I want to be dewy, and I want to drink water, and I want to steam, and I want to get, like, uh, massages, and I just want to, like, take care of my life. My my goal is not to, like, snort amphetamines or, like, cocaine or whatever. Anyway, but I notice that sometimes I've been in situations with people who are on cocaine or speed, and they talk just as fast as I do, and they're just as excited as I am. And I'm thinking, wow, this is great. They have so much energy. Why doesn't everybody have as much energy as me? I'm so lucky to have met this person with all this energy. And then, like, that person will leave, and my friend will be like, what were you talking to the guy on speed for for so long? And I was like, I'll be like, what? Oh, god damn it. Um, so, yeah, high school kids and speed addicts. They get me. I get them. Uh... Oh, you guys, it's a bizarre night for Boy Crazy Radio tonight. Oh, I could just keep telling you stories if you'd like. I mean, God, it's, it's, it's almost too self-indulgent. The past few weeks have been a little bit too self-indulgent. It's, been, it's basically been a live journal sesh. What are you going to do? Shall I play a song? Should I go to Boy Crazy voicemail? That's what I'm going to do. called Boy Crazy Voicemail, and that is because not everybody can call in all the time. Tonight, obviously, we're having Bizarro. I swear to God, I do usually get phone calls. We're having Bizarro technical difficulty, and I'm not seeing any phone calls coming in. That's totally fine. I don't believe this is really happening. There is a glitch on, on my monitor right now. I can see that, like, something is wrong with Block Talk Radio, I think. If you can't hear me or the sound difficulty tweet me at I'm boy crazy. So that's why I'm just fucking talking and talking and talking and telling you stuff. I hope that's okay. It feels disgusting. It's kind of interesting to see how much can come out of my mouth. How dare you? Um, but, I mean, this is what it has to be right now. Anyway, but if I take a voicemail message that I got, let me explain where that comes from. I have a thing called boy crazy voicemail. So if you can't call in during the live show, you leave a message, and that telephone number is area code 888-666-2045. And I tell people to keep their messages under a minute and to not include their phone number in the voicemail because I will play it on the air, and I don't want them to get out their number. So let's go to some that I have right now. Boy crazy voicemails. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Hello, Lexi. This is Casey from California, and I just want to say you're re- very funny, and I really relate to you, and I don't know, I guess I want to be more like you, more, I don't know, spontaneous or confident, so that's, like, pretty much my question. How do you get so confident? Like, I'm starting to go, I'm going to go to college, and I actually want to be more out there, and I don't know, I guess I just have, then don't. Any tips and thanks, and I'll call next Wednesday. Oh my goodness! How do you be more confident? Um, that's interesting because, first of all, people aren't always confident all the time, and you're going to go up and down, and you're going to have your weird days where you're like, "Oh, I'm insecure, or I hate my face, or I'm not feeling accepted by people, and people are being mean to me, or I don't know if I'm really good at what I'm doing, and maybe I'm." I'm not cut out for this, or my thighs are too big, and I can't fit them into my jeans, and all I want to do is wear jeans. Uh, But confidence, 
I guess like it's like a life practice, I think, because I mean that's how it is for me. Like it's this thing where you have to keep kind of coming back to yourself or like if you feel if you're not feeling grounded, you've got to get grounded again. Like I need to feel grounded to be confident. Also um like hmm, knowing that you're good at something, like being good at something and having people compliment you for it, that made me confident. Like life experience, like um Knowing in my in my bones and believing that I am really good at something, whether it's whether it's writing, if you know writing or I don't know whatever it is you do, singing, acting, uh, I don't know Excel sheets. I don't know what what you do, but if you like, I think, I but I think that comes from like feeling validated, being validated about it, because I know that like, oh God. I don't really want to be this personal in this thing right now, but, oh, God. I know that, like, I felt a, a while ago, I was like, I don't know if I'm good at whatever it was I was trying to do. But then I booked a bunch of jobs, which kind of validated me and reinforced the idea that, oh, maybe I am good at this. And that made me more confident. So what else? I think it's life experience, knowing what you want to get accomplished, doing those things, checking those things off the list, feeling good about it, surrounding yourself with good people, like have a core group of, group of, group of friends who aren't sarcastic assholes who, that you don't feel good around. Because I used to do that when I was younger, when I was like 13, 14, 15. Oh, God. Like I would be around these people because they wanted to hang out with me. Maybe there was no one else to hang out with. That was my clique in school or something. And, like, I just didn't feel good around them. But I thought, well, they keep coming back. They want to hang around me, so they must be nice, right? Like, I'm, they're my friends, right? But why do I feel so bad when I, when I walk away from the group? Why do I feel like they're talking shit about me? Why do, why do I not like how I feel when I'm around this person who's so sarcastic and talking shit? And then I start talking shit about people. Then I don't even feel like I want to talk shit, but I feel like I have to because that's what everybody else is doing. Like, surround yourself with nice people who are nice to you, who aren't, like, condescending. Because that's just such a fucking creepy, horrible, and toxic uh, character trait. It's just like, so, you know, and that's what I think. I don't know. Does that help? I feel like that's pretty good. But you have to be, like, a master or something. You don't, I mean, whatever it is. Like, surround yourself with good people and, like, and trust, find what you like doing, and hopefully that's the same thing that you are good at, or and 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 get better and better at that thing, and then just like be proud of yourself for being good at something, like and and hold that, keep that in your pocket next to your heart, and just like you know, know that you're allowed to exist. You're oh my god, this is what my therapist says. You're sacred. You know, you have every right to be somewhere as somebody else. Like you're allowed to exist. Like you're just as special as everyone else. I mean, that's kind of not true, but kind of it is. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know, and just like, and nobody else, don't put don't put other people on a pedestal. A lot of girls do that. I do that with guys sometimes. You know, I put them on a pedestal. I give, them, I give my power away. I don't feel like I'm enough. I think they're cooler, smarter, better, or more successful or talented. And I like, it makes me so nervous. It makes me feel not good about myself. And then I kind of like, you know, remember who I am, like myself, and then I look at them more clearly and I kind of pay attention to like, I put my attention on them and I take my power back and I look at them and I go, oh, why was I, why was I putting them on a pedestal? I'm not saying they're not great, but you shouldn't put anybody on a pedestal over you. Like you're just as epic and you just bring other stuff to the table. Anyway, I hope that helps a little bit. Thank God for Boy Crazy voicemail when calls aren't coming in on Boy Crazy Radio. Jeez Louise. All right. We may have heard this already. Hey, Alexi, what's up? Um, It's Maddie calling you. I have called you before, and I am from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Well, actually from Toronto. Anyway, whatever. Um, So I'm actually calling you from England in the U.K., and I'm here on an exchange semester, and basically I'm living with um, a boy that I have a crush on, and I don't know how to deal with that sort of situation. Um, yeah, basically they, okay, these, these guys I'm living with, I met when they were in 
Canada because they were doing an exchange there. Anyway, what a long story short, we kept in touch, and now I'm here and living with them and going to school here with them. And I don't know very many people except for their friends who I am just meeting through them. Um, and one of these guys is, like, I have a ridiculous amount of things in common with, and he's really handsome and really cool. And it's kind of weird sharing a bathroom and a kitchen and everything with someone that you like. And also I told him that I liked him, but this is, like, back in Canada. Like, And not, obviously nothing could happen because he left and nothing did happen. And now it's just, now I'm kind of getting over it and, like, figuring out, like, okay, that obviously can't work because we live in the same house. Um, do you have any advice for how to deal with this situation? It's very strange um, being in a new place. And, yeah, spending all your time with someone who you're trying not to have dirty thoughts about. Um, and also, like, your bedroom's, like, right below mine. And, like, yeah, it's it's strange. Um, yeah, also, yeah, just that would be great because I'm in a new place and I want to meet new people and I want to have something happen because I haven't had a lot of luck with that in Canada. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, just, yeah, words of wisdom would be great. Um, you are awesome. Thank you very much, and good night. Maddie, okay, here's what I think about this situation, and this is for anybody who's in that kind of situation. I mean, hers is a little more specific. She's not in Canada. She's in London. She's with these guys. She has a crush on one of them. No, um, here's the deal, though. All right. Logically, the best advice is probably don't make out or have sex with somebody you're living with. I don't know how long you're going to be there for. I mean, that could get very uncomfortable fast. Uh, But you're totally allowed to have dirty thoughts about this person. Yeah, have dirty thoughts, touch your privates, uh, always look cute as you're walking around the house in a towel or whatever, or like, you know, or whatever you're wearing, you know wear a bra, put clothes on, but look adorable and have eyeliner and uh, lip gloss and mascara on and look adorable. But, okay, here's another thing. Does the guy like you? If the guy likes you and you like him and you're both vibing, so what? Fucking let it unfold. See what happens. Let him make the first move. If he doesn't make the first move, yeah, hold back. Don't do anything because that would be totally embarrassing because you're already, like, faced with the fact that you live with the dude. So that's pretty much, like, that could be very uncomfortable. And then also, do you really want to make a first move and then get, like, denied by the guy? At least you know you like him. You want to know that he really likes you. And I think it's a safer bet and a little bit more old school and preferred, I mean, to ensure that the guy likes you a lot. Let him make the first move. I mean, I just think that's so much nicer. Everything's so topsy-turvy and murky and confusing nowadays, like, because women are so abrasive and stuff and I mean I am that like you have to like pick and choose like how do I want to live my life what kind of what do I want to how do I want to go about romance and I think one tiny little aspect of that is let at least let the guy like make the first move let him try to kiss you let him ask you on a date let him hold your hand let him like reach for your hand but let that happen so if you notice that he's vibing I'm saying vibing like real now I used to be like a joke now it's for real if you're noticing that the guy is vibing you then fucking and you're into it yeah we only live once haven't you heard the phrase yolo oh god i'm gonna go i swear to god i'm gonna go bash my head in with a sledgehammer okay um yolo what happened <laughs> oh god but don't you like go in for a kiss and then he's like what are you doing because that would be horrible and if you can it would be nice if like Go. Why didn't you, in a perfect world, you would just, like, kind of make these guys your brothers and kind of frame them like that because that's more beneficial. Because if you're going to be there for a while and you want to meet new people, then chances are you might see a really cute guy out at some club or the supermarket or walking on the street that you meet and you exchange numbers with and you hang out with and you walk around town. And then you can, like, at least know that if you bring them over to the house, you've got these, like, brothers. Your roommates are, like, more like your brothers than, than your boyfriends or some guy, you know, or a guy you slept with or something. So that would be the smarter move. If he makes a move on you, go with it. That's exciting. See how you feel. Let it unfold, as I said eight times before. But the smarter answer is go out with them, meet a different guy that you don't live with. I hope that helps. Um, Jeez Louise. All right. Listen, I have four more minutes left of the show. 
I'm just going to continue talking. Here are a few more things. Okay. A, I really want to see spring, spring breakers. That's the plan. Two, I mean B, uh, I really want to see Starlet, which I believe is on demand. Some movie called Starlet with Dree Hemingway. Is that who's in it? Um, all right. Here's another thing. This is, I really, okay. Did I call this episode of Boy Crazy Radio Spring Fever? I think I did. Because I had spring fever last week, and I have it this week, and it's like this, this, this desire of mine to, like, kiss somebody. I should have kissed the guy in the bathroom because I've been my whole goal of the week was to have, like, an epic kiss. But now I'm putting so much pressure on, like, getting rid of my bad kissing juju that, like, I, like, just thought, oh, I don't know if that's the guy. I, I just I just didn't want to be in public making, making out in the corner in front of, like, people in, in Los Feliz or Silver Lake or wherever I was. Um, all right. Because here's what happened the other day. I told a, a guy friend of mine about my kiss situation with the guy that I was, like, seeing for a little over a month. And then I didn't realize that I was actually on a date with this guy friend because I thought we were just friends. But then I guess we're not. I mean, I guess he was open to it. I don't know what was going on. I, just got, I got caught in a weird thing where I felt like he was more like a brother, but then, you know, he's single and he's not my brother. So he, and then it got romantic, which was like, I felt very uncomfortable. Like I was excited and I was into it, but I also felt like, oh fuck, I'd just as easily and happily go back to just being friends. And we are and it's fine or whatever. But we kissed um, after our hang session, after I had, at the beginning of our hang session, told him about my kissing situation with the other guy so I think maybe he got in his head or maybe I am a bad kisser but whatever it was uh I never explained to him why the kisses were off with the other guy he asked me but I just kind of brushed it aside and I went ugh, don't even worry about it whatever I don't want to talk about it anymore so then I kissed the new guy and we never kissed with tongue it was like a closed mouth kiss so now I'm completely confused because I do kiss with tongue. I like like French kissing, whatever. Anyway, so now that, like, I've had, like, every experience, like, and so, so then, like, I've, I've been on this, like, weird spiral where I'm like, oh, my God, i got to, you know, call every ex-boyfriend I've ever had and make out with them, like, all the boyfriends that I've had really great kisses with, or maybe I'll just pick out, pick out some guy on the street, but apparently that's not working because I didn't kiss the guy at the bar, but I just didn't want to do that publicly. I don't know why. I was just being very precious with myself. Um, so... That's where I'm at with that. Um, but I just couldn't believe it. It was so bizarre. I was like two back-to-back bizarre kissing situations with two different people. It must be me now. I've got this bad fucking dark cloud over my head, and i got to get rid of it, and I feel like it's going to be gone by next week, I'm sure. Anyway. Um, all right. That's about it. I could I could tell you more. I have stuff I wanted to talk to you about my feet, a story about at being at a dance club and, and a fluorescent light, or not a fluorescent light, some kind of weird black light flashing over my white kids and reflecting back into my eyes. <laughs> and, and that being the, the dawn of, like, me being embarrassed about having uh, the feet that I have. Anyway, I'll talk about that later. That is for another day on another night at Boy Crazy Radio. I'm going to wrap it up. I hope you're impressed with the fact that I can just fucking keep talking and never shut the fuck up. I hope that doesn't scare you away, potential suitors. Um, I promise if you ever want to date me, I will not talk about you on my podcast. You just have to tell me. But I feel like I do it in a really loving way. And I don't mention names, and I frame things in bizarre ways that you don't even know who I'm talking about because nobody even listens to this thing anyway. Listen. I'm wrapping up the show. Thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday and every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can follow me on Twitter at I'mBoyCrazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. You can leave a message on Boy Crazy Voicemail, 888-666-2045. I'm going to play us out with a song. This is one of my favorite songs. Oh, maybe I won't play that song. Uh, what's going on anymore? God, you guys, I just don't even know. Mm, I play this a million times, but it's just a romantic song. Bye, you guys. I love you. Hey, open the door. I want a new life.
than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. 
Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for game plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.